Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon Jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a sh. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney here with you today, along with Minnesota Tim Parachka and the special guest, the great predictor, is with us today. Oh, great predictor, how you doing? I'm doing good. I, I, I've gotten demoted, man. I was like, I was on a lot. Now I'm just a, a, a very special guest. Yeah, you're a special wow. guest now. Well, you, you okay. know, because well, well, you've, you've been missing an action. Where have you been? I feel honored. I've, I've been working, Hank. You've been at Home Depot? Well, <laughs> standing in line at Home Depot, keeping my six feet. Social, you got a mask on? It's not as strict here as it is up in Minnesota. I saw what the governor of Minnesota had written to all the Minnesotans. Yeah, let's hear. Let's let's hear. Let's hear about that from Minnesota Tim Poroska. What uh, what do you got going up there, in Minnesota? Yeah, um, the governor Waltz, Tim Waltz, he extended the stay-at-home order in Minnesota through May third. So what? we are really? here stuck in the great state of Minnesota through May third at home. And wow. he's got some rules. I saw some rules that got sent out. What what are these all about? Yeah, he was just basically telling people this is what you can and cannot do. Exercising, you can go hunting, you can go fishing, 
you can do a bunch of other stuff, but um, as you should stay indoors unless you're doing these specific rules. And one of them is the great embrace. <laughs> yes, I I uh, <laughs> I was trying to be cute. I was trying to be cute, and on one of the rules, I added one, and uh, I sent it to my to the girl I'm currently talking to, and uh, I put the great embrace. Tim and this girl I'm talking to can meet each other as one of the additional rules in the stay-at-home order. Oh my gosh! Oh, Steve, 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 Minnesota Tim. He's got. He, he's. I think he, he's got. He's. You know what? He might. Uh, he might might have to have one on the hook. I think he's. He's a possible barn wedding in uh, December. Really? Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. Wow. Maybe. Yeah, he's never and met it, the girl. Though. Not even. And he's not. He hadn't even met her yet, huh? Well, really he's met her on not Skype. He hadn't had a face to face. No face to face yet. Uh, on Skype, face to face. Wow. And he's yeah. stuck at home in his apartment by himself? He's in the closet. Oh, man. You know, he has his closet apartment. He's got he's got an apartment. Do you know what his apartment situation is? I did see it, yeah. I mean, the uh, the big closet that is now his bedroom. And uh, yeah. he's, got, he's got people coming up and, and uh, ringing his doorbell all the time. We, that, that was during one show. But you know what? With the good news, Hank? Because the the governor of Minnesota has made this mandate that Tim has all this time. He's in he's indoors. Yep. He has all this time to think of great segments that we could do. I know. You know? I mean, That's he's, true. he's got. I mean, and he's got a great imagination. And I'm I'm looking forward to hearing some some of the really good ideas. You know, he's a pro. Yeah. He he's a professional producer. Okay, well, that, that's a that's a great lead-in. That's a great lead-in because he has actually has a new segment. He's got all dialed up for us. Really, a new Minnesota, and, and you want to you want to tell us about it, Tim? Sure. Yeah. So I created a new segment called "Who Am I?" So I have five PGA Tour players. I have clues about each and every one of them. Five clues for each one, and the clues get easier. And easier and easier. So I have the clues numbered one through five, and the clues get easier and easier as they go on. So the goal of this game is to get as low a number as possible through five players. You get two guesses per each player. <laughs> this is what you came up with? What's wrong with this? <laughs> oh, man. It sounds boring. <laughs> Well, let's try it out. I mean, what's this okay, What's this right. game called? Is this like a game show or something? Yeah, sort of. It's called Who Am I? Oh, I like it. Okay, that's pretty good. Steve, you don't like that? Who am I? <laughs> Whose coma am I? Well, it's kind of like, this is like, uh, what's that one? Uh... What's my line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. What's my line? Same kind of thing. Tim thinks he invented it. Uh, okay. It's, it's, it's a what's my line, uh, Tim style, Minnesota Tim style. I've never even heard of what's my line, so I will not say I copied it. So, yeah, there you go. That's why yes. I knew. See, okay, uh, okay. Are we going to start today? Uh, like, is this going to be it right now? Is starting? Yeah, let's start it right now. Since right. Steve led us into it. Okay, perfect. I like it. Let's let's hear it. All right. So here are the rules. So, um, if you guys. 
want to make a guess, you just say your name. So Hank, you say Hank, Steve, you say Steve, and I'll let you guys make a guess. I'll read the clues. One, take a little pause. Two, take a little pause, and then I'll go run right through the list. Say your name when you're ready to guess, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. We got it. All right. Two players per, or two guesses per each player. So right. clue number one, this tour player turned pro and began playing the challenge tour in Europe. Steve. All right. Who is Brooks Kepka? Oh, look at that. Oh, I, 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 do, I, do we not have any sound effects here? Ding, 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 ding. Who, what's the who is Brooks Kepka? That's like you're on the, you're on the, uh, what's my line? Jeopardy. Uh, yeah, Jeopardy. I'm playing my own game. I'm playing my own game. <laughs> Who is books? Okay, I got it. All right, I got it. Okay. All right, that's okay. a good one for Steve right there. Tim, how many points? You got a lot. Well, you got one point. The lower the number, the better the score. So you got one point. Well, so well, one I'll clue equals one what, point. What do I have? Zero? You have zero. Well, I'm You're winning. winning. How can- You're winning. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of rules is, okay, that's perfect. I know how to win this game. <laughs> I just let Steve guess all the time. He'll get every one right and he'll lose by a mile. That's a great game. <laughs> Are you kidding me? How long did it take you to figure this game out, Tim? <laughs> you better work on your scoring system a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, Steve gets it right on the first question and the uh, first clue and he's losing. <laughs> I'm making tweaks. I'm making tweaks as I go on, okay? I'm making That's tweaks. A, well, I mean, this might not be your first one. All right. So, all right. So, let's say Steve has five points. We'll give five points. No, no. Points Steve's got one. Right. I got zero. I'm winning. <laughs> okay. All right. Player number two. Clue number one. This tour player turned pro in 2015. Clue number two. This tour player played on the Japan tour in 2016 and 2017. Clue number three. This tour player was a rookie on the PGA tour in 2018, 2019. Clue number four. This Rookie in 2018, 2019 played 35 events that year. Oh, Steve. Sanjay M. Uh, <laughs> Hank got it. Hank got that one. Yeah. All right. Now, now um, Steve's winning. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Thanks, Hank. <laughs> oh, now Steve's winning for sure because I got, I got four and he's got one. See, if I would have just let him go, and I would have, I would have, I would have extended my lead. I should have just let him yes. go. It would have been a runaway. All right, go ahead. I cheated right. too. <laughs> player number three. So, clue number one: This tour player won the 2011 Individual State Championship in California. Clue number two: This tour player won twice his rookie PGA Tour season in 2016-2017. Clue number three, this tour player contended in the 2019 Masters and finished tied for second. Clue number four, this tour player played on the President's Cup team in 2019. (laughs) 
<laughs> clue number five, and the final clue. This tour player's driver failed to meet the requirements in the 2019 Open Championship. Hank. That's Shoffley. Oh, Shoffley. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right, we're terrible. All right. You're, you're, Steve's killing me now because I got, I got, I got, uh, I've got two questions right, and I've got nine points, and Steve's got one question right, and he's got one point, <laughs> so he's and he, and he's he's just killing me. He's, he's he's up by eight points, but he's got he's got only one right, and I got two right. Yeah, we're, tw- That's we're making great, tweaks. It's one of the tweaks you better work out on before we go round two on us. All right, you got another one? Are any yeah, these we get. Okay. I got one more. I got one more. Wow, wow that's Okay, final player. Clue number one. He I kind of like two... this game, by the way. Do you? Steve's laughing, but I like it. All right, cool. Clue number one. This tour player has two PGA Tour wins. Both are the St. Jude Classic. Clue number two. This tour player collegiately played at Florida State. Clue number three. This tour player was tied for the lead in the 2018 U.S. Open at Shinnecock. Clue number four. This tour player is a former sliced bread. (laughs) Clue number five. And the final clue. This was Davis Williams, Hank's former producer at Sirius, his favorite player. There you go. There you go. Who is that, hey? Who is that? Ah, uh, what the? What, I don't even remember the guy's name now. What the heck was the guy's name? <clears throat> He's the guy with the uh, cousin on the commercial. Oh, oh. Burger. <laughs> Daniel Burger. Daniel Burger. Yeah, that's Daniel Burger. <laughs> oh yeah, that's Daniel Burger. Oh man. That was Davis Williams' favorite uh, player ever. Daniel Burger. He's on the commercial with the cousin. Can I, can I go on? Can I, can okay, I say so that I gets my I get uh, I got three right. Well, how thought you had five? How many questions did we do? We had we had four. Twenty four. You answered three correctly. Yeah, I answered one. Yeah, and you won. Who won? And Who you won, won, Tim? And and you won. I, and I answered a five, a five, and a four. So I got fourteen points. You beat me by thirteen points. You got one question <laughs> right, and I got three right. <laughs> <laughs> under the under the Minnesota Tim scoring system, I'd like to go on record at saying I, I was wrong, Tim. I apologize. That was a great segment. <laughs> was it actually? Do you actually mean that? I tell you what, I liked how you an- asked the questions because it gives the, it gives the podcast listeners a chance to beat the pro. Yeah, I like Hank. it. I like it. I you think know? anybody could have beat us there. Although Steve, yeah. you killed me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> It would it would have been a, it would have been a shutout if I would have if I would have kept my mouth shut. It would have well, been I a mean, shutout. yeah, it would, if you just well, if, if I didn't answer one question and just let you run the table, I could have been a shutout too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had true. it going. I had the big lead after one, and then I, I gave it up. Okay, that's a great game. Got to work on the scoring system a little bit though. Okay, so let's say this is the scoring system. So Hank got a five, five, and a four. Okay, so. Because the clues get easier, I feel like the points should get less. So I feel like you should get five points if you get it on the first clue, four points if you get it on the second clue, and so on. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so Steve actually won. <laughs> Steve won. Steve won. 
five-pointer. You got a five-pointer, and I got two, uh, a two-er and two-one. So now Steve won. Steve won five to four on the revised Tim Minnesota Tim scoring game. system. That's perfect right there. I love the game. No, uh, now he likes the game. Yeah. All right, that's probably a better way to score. But a fellow gets all his – that's really pretty fair. Don't you think you should get a bonus for getting a question right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you should get something extra. I think you should get a bonus at least for getting something right. So I get three points for a right. He gets one point for right. Okay, now the score is seven to six. I win. <laughs> the good news is, Hank, is that Tim has till May 3rd to try to figure it out because he's going to be shut in for that long unless he's fishing yeah. or walking or or – Riding a bike or something. Yeah, why, why? Why don't they? Why don't they have golf in Minnesota? Why? What's the deal on that? What do you think? I don't know. I, I there was a petition on Facebook that uh, my cousins actually sent me to um, sign and try to get golf going in Minnesota. Um, so I guess we'll see what happens in the next month or two. Governor Waltz did say that he would look into particular businesses to see if he could jumpstart some of them. Um, that weren't what's his name governor what to. tim waltz is he a democrat or republican democrat okay not that, that matters but he he uh he, he knocked golf out we got you got golf in texas steve sort of yeah so sort of golf in texas in dallas fort worth the big metroplex fourth largest market in the country uh, we've got Collin County, which includes uh, Plano and Allen, northern part of Dallas. Uh, they have golf. Dallas County has golf. Tarrant County, where they have the Colonial Tournament, Colonial Country Club, and the, the big Charles Schwab Tournament, uh, I think that got canceled as well this year. Is it? Is it, is it canceled yet or not? No, I think it's still hanging out there. Yeah. Is it hanging out there? Yeah, it's still hanging out. Um, okay. And then uh, Denton County, which uh, up here we've got must have some hillbillies making the decision because we have no golf up here. And I mean, we are close to those three, those three counties. We, we butt up against those three counties and no golf for us. That means the Hank Haney headquarters has been closed since March 22nd, which uh, is hurting. Yeah, that's not good. Especially when the weather's nice. Every we get we get hundreds of calls every day, Hank. Oh wow! You know, hey, are you guys going to be open? And and what do you tell them? I tell them that uh, you know we're obeying the mandate. Uh, we're trying to be good citizens. Uh, we do tell them to call Judge uh, to write a, an email to Judge Eads and ask them why these other counties are playing golf and we aren't. But uh, and then I tell them I just we look forward to having them come out and play. So right on the, this fork of the Trinity River, and you were telling me the other side of the fork, this is like about a 30-yard wide fork of a river, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's like across the creek. street. It's, it's like the, a creek. Okay, Dallas across County. the other side of the creek, is is uh, you're okay. You're legal. Yeah, yeah. And our side of the creek, you're illegal. Right. Which makes no sense at all because people can just drive from one county to the other, which they do all day long. And they go right. over here and they play golf and over there. Now, did, you didn't hear, we were, Tim and I were talking about this uh, yesterday or the day before, about the guys that got arrested in uh, Rhode Island. Did you hear that? I saw that. Okay. I saw Tim yeah. tweeted that out. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah they got arrested for, they, they 
snuck over to the next state and the police were uh, combing the parking lot looking for cars with Massachusetts plates on it. And their car wasn't in it, but they, they got tricky. And what they'd done is they had left their car at the McDonald's down the road. And their buddy, <laughs> and no kidding, and their buddy picked them up in, in, uh, oh, in his car that had the uh, Rhode Island license plates on. And the Mad- McDonald's uh, burger flippers uh, ratted out on them. And uh, the cops were waiting for them there when they got back to their car and they got arrested. So be careful. Oh, don't, go, don't be going over to... to uh, uh, Collin County and uh, playing some golf uh, this, this evening, Steve. Well, I mean, uh, get a little they, I, haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't heard about that here, but uh, you, you can bet that people are going from Louisville, where the headquarters is, across the river to Dallas County and playing golf, uh, which doesn't really seem logical. Yeah. I know you're, you're one of the most logical guys I know, so yeah, that, that, would, uh, that would make your head spin. Well, hopefully not too much longer. Well, I don't know. What, what do you think? May, uh, what's well, the, May, th- what, what's the, what's the, I thought that the deadline is like April 30th. Why, why is Tim's governor going for May 3rd? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he's going extra. He's yeah, getting well, a little extra credit. Yeah. Jeez. Maybe I'll get, a, get, get an extra ventilator or something if you do that. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to uh, take a little break. Uh, hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back on the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney, Minnesota Tim Porochka, and the great predictor, Steve Johnson. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bare Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen, and it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, Feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. All right, guys, uh, what's next? Minnesota Tim, what do you got now? Yeah, so Jeff Shackelford, call, uh, his, his new show just launched on Wednesday of this week called The Shack Show Oh yeah, on yeah. iHeartRadio yeah. or wherever you get your podcast. So I got another show I'm producing along with yours and then Get a Grip and then The Clubhouse and now The Shack Show. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, he had a first guest on, Michael Bamberger. He just wrote a book and it just published last week called The Second Life of Tiger Woods. And uh, Michael Bamberger came on, and he delivered some really interesting comments about equipment and how that actually, and how the uh, evolution of equipment has actually held Tiger Woods back a little bit. So let's play this clip, and I'll have you guys react to it and hear your thoughts. If you can think of a player, and I would, I would lump in Phil Mickelson and uh, just some of the guys at that age group as having had to make more adjustments to changes in in equipment than any time in the history of the game. Do you think do you think that's a fair statement? Jeff, you'd have to be really nerdy in the game to have the conversation that you and I are going to have right now. <laughs> I would say among the many things about you know who's the most underrated golfer of all time? It's it's Tiger Woods. Yeah. Uh and one of the most underrated aspects of his of his t- time in the game is the adjustment he made from the steel shaft, wooden-headed, ballada ball yeah. game that he grew up in to this game. Had the equipment never changed, had it been, if you look at what Hogan won with in the 50s and mm-hmm. say what um, what David Graham won with at Marion in, uh, in, in, the, in the 80s, uh, and, which was what Tiger learned the game on versus what Tiger won the game with in 2000, it is a sea change. Had there never been a change in the equipment, Tiger would have won way more than he won yep. because this modern equipment has been a tremendous equalizer. Uh, and we won't go into all the reasons why that's true because it's, it, would be, it, would, it would take too long. So I feel, and maybe you feel the same, that that is a totally underrated uh, uh, aspect of his game because here he is you know, by far the greatest shot maker uh, of his generation, certainly one of the greatest shot makers of all time. But it's not the shot-making game that he grew up on that he's been so successful with. So there's a uh, th- there's a, a tremendous amount uh, going on there, and it, and it would be really interesting to hear Tiger go on that because what he could say, but he might leave it to people like you or I to, to say it for him is he might have 25 majors and 100 uh, tour wins if it was still a persimmon ball, a, per- a persimmon head, and a blotta ball. Jeez, oh, wow! Let's not get carried away. Uh, oh man. All right, Steve, your reaction to that. Well, how important is ball striking Hank in, in, in winning tournaments? I mean, distance, we've all talked about distance being important, but he's benefited from distance just like everyone else has. No, I, no doubt about it. I mean, everybody has, I, I, I'm not sure if I, yeah, I mean, I, I listen, I think Tiger's the, the, you know, best player ever. I don't have any, any doubt about that in my mind. But to, to, to say that, you know, if equipment hadn't changed, he would have won 25 majors in 100 terms, I, 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 couldn't, I wouldn't say that. First of all, I don't know how you can say that. I mean, uh, it's hard to win tournaments. Anything can happen. I mean, 
he would have won ten more majors. Ten? Wow. I mean, what? What? When you look at Tiger's ball striking, he's always been a dominant ball striker, iron wise. If you look at his statistics. You know, from the period of time that I taught him, he was great with the wedges, taught, you know, uh, 50 to 125 yards. I mean, you know, six years running, he was first, first, third, fifth, you know, ninth, tenth, something like that. I mean, it was like great statistics with the wedges, dominant with uh, strokes gained, uh, tee to green, dominant with his iron play, uh, and better with the driver than people would give him credit for. He was like, you know, 2006, 2000. Eight, he was or nine. He was like, uh, you know, it would, top five, top ten uh, strokes gained off the tee. The difference is, is, is back in the day, you know, two thousand whatever. Tiger was a better driver of the golf ball when he had a forty-three inch driver with a steel shaft. Okay, and that that that's it. Now, because he's better, it was better for him that. You know the equipment was what it was. It was it was you know shorter and uh, you know the shaft was heavier and the, and the club was shorter. I don't I don't know how you can you know say well you know everybody else benefited except for him. Well, when the club was shorter and when the club was was heavier, he was benefiting because it fit his game better. It fit his swing better. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think you can. I don't think you can make that. You know, analogy. I just. I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand it. To be honest with you. Well, was it uh, Bomberger? He was saying that 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 is the equalizer. Do you believe that? The equipment is an equalizer. Well, yeah, that's. I don't know. I mean, you know, of course. See, he's he's talking Jeff's language because Jeff loves that. You know, he. he you know he's he's totally in tune with that, but I I don't I, I don't think so necessarily. I mean maybe you know maybe, maybe there's there's a lot of reasons why there's more great ball strikers today, and and you know the equipment's one of them. Sure, I mean you could say that, but all the teaching technology that there is didn't exist back then. Uh, that's a big thing. Golf is much more of a worldwide game. There's a much bigger pool to pick from. That's another thing. I don't. You can't. I don't think you can just blame it all on 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 the equipment. I mean, you could, you know, you could maybe blame a little bit. You know, you can't prove it, but you could blame a little bit. But I don't think you can you can blame it all on that. I really, I really don't. Yeah. And how about the fact that uh, you know that that now golf is really truly an international game. You've got a lot of players coming from all over the world playing at the highest levels, Hank. The, the majors are a lot deeper. More people can win them. Uh, I mean, you know, back in the day, it was pre- predominantly an American game. When a, when a foreigner, when an international player was, was toward the top, the Americans felt, especially the viewers, felt like they, they were threatened. Like, well, what are these foreigners doing? It's like this is an American game. This is not a... It's not an international game. Now it's truly, you've got so many more people playing and benefiting from all of those things you're talking about. Teaching, clubs, uh, you know, yeah, the, the, yeah, no doubt learning about. how to play the game at a young age. Yeah, I mean, the tours, that the, the, the developmental tours they have now are just, I mean, you can't even compare back into the Stone Ages. No, no, I, I, I agree. 
No, 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 no doubt about that. I mean, that, that's a that's a, a big, big factor. You know, the other thing is, is Tiger could have, he could have switched equipment along with everybody else. You know, he he every step along the way, he's the last guy to use the new technology. I mean, he's why he's, is that? He just always is. I mean, that's just the deal. He's always the last guy to use the the, the new technology. You know, he gets comfortable with whatever, and he doesn't want to change. So, you know, when I was was with him, he was using. You know, a driver that was just terrible. The Nike driver is awful. Uh, he was using the golf ball that everybody knew, including him, that was 8 to 10 to 12 yards longer than or shorter than any other ball on tour. I mean, it wasn't even close. It was this Nike ball that he was the only one that used because, he, it, you know, he felt like it spun more around the greens. That was a big dis- disadvantage. And then, you know, in his irons, I mean, a lot, you know, a lot of players use game improvement, at least a little game improvement. You know, even to this day, he still uses blades. So there's no game improvement there. Not that he needed a lot of it because he you know, always flushed his irons. But, but the fact is, is, is he was always the last one to, to change and to try anything new. And if he would have, you, you could, so, you know, their argument that, uh, you know, if they didn't change equipment, and everybody was still, you know, stuck back in the days of Persimmon. Tiger would have won all these tournaments. Well, he he could have won. You know, you could use that same logic and say he could have won more tournaments if he would have changed when everybody else did. Why he always insisted on being behind in the change of equipment. You know, like like they go two generations of better before he would jump up one generation of better. And, and I always, I always thought that you know that that's putting them at a at a disadvantage too, you know. I mean, that that was a, I always thought that was a factor. Did you just leave it as an observation, or was that something you tried to help him with? Did you try to help him logic out the fact that he? No, nah, he's not listening. You know, he, he's he's got his own you know ideas. I mean, when you're a coach and Tiger, you're not you know you're just throwing out some ideas. That's all. You know, see if anything sticks. You know, plant some seeds, like I always said. Plant some seeds, see if they grow. If they don't grow, try to water them a little bit, fertilize them a little bit, see if they grow then. But you're not going to tell them to do something. I mean, that's just not the way it it works. And and he just he he would always be, you know, they'd bring a new driver, new fairway wood, whatever, from Nike to test, and they'd be all pumped up, and they'd tell you, you know, they'd be telling me all the test results and how much better it is and how much better, you know, and he he wouldn't even try it. Or he'd, or he'd hit a couple balls and hit it bad on purpose and then, you know, say, nah, I'm going to stick with what I got. You know, and then they'd, you know, go back and, you know, be all discouraged that they couldn't talk him into, you know, even trying it. Or, you know, he said he tried it, but not really. Because I could tell when he was trying to, you know, make sure he didn't hit it good. Then the golf ball deal, they they never could convince him of that. Finally, one time at the at the Open Championship, where he knew he weren't going to play any spinning shots. It was everything along the ground, and it was hard. He, he showed up there with the harder ball and finally used it there. You know, he had himself convinced that this was the tournament to use it at, which made no sense. I mean, why you would just go to one tournament all of a sudden just saw the clear blue and it's a major and you're going to use a different golf ball. And yet he used it and played good. I mean, that might have been Hoy Lake, I think, where he maybe, you know, had – Arguably one of the best ball striking tournament ever, although he hit only irons really, but still it was a great ball striking tournament. But then, you know, after that, he just kept using that ball, which is 
you know, way of him kind of reluctantly switching, but it was years that it took him to, to switch to even get up to speed a little bit. And when he did switch, you know, let's, let's take into consideration, he switched from one Nike ball to another Nike ball, and there wasn't anybody that thought that, that you know, any of those Nike balls were any good. But yet he, you know, he still, he still did it. You know, he used it. So it was, it was even when he switched to a better Nike ball, he was still way behind, you know, Titleist or, you know, Bridgestone or whoever else was the dominant ball at the time, primarily Titleist. But anyway, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting argument that they, that uh, Michael makes and, and Jeff makes, but not, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's, it's fun to talk about, but you can't prove any of it, you know? Yeah. That's right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Let's take another break. Um, hear from our, uh, our sponsors. Tim sent me a little note today from one of our, our listeners and, uh, he was complimenting us on the podcast, which was nice. And he also said, he's a, a big fan of uh, voodoo pain relief cream. He said, I've had some swelling in my ankle gout related. He said, it helps with the swelling and the pain. And then, uh, he went on to say, you guys do a great job. So keep it up. And that's a compliment to, to all of us. So we appreciate the people listening, appreciate them trying voodoo pain relief cream. If you've got aches and pains and you haven't tried voodoo pain relief cream, try it. You can go to the website, voodoopainrelief.com and you can get a free two week supply. That's it right there. Free, free two week supply right now. Voodoopainrelief.com. All right. We'll be right back on the Hank Any podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bare Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. 
take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. All right. Uh, well, what, what else we got, Minnesota Tim? Well, hey, by the way, when uh, are we going to have your girlfriend on the show? I think we would like to have her on the show. Did you uh, could you ask her to be on? Uh, maybe Steve and I could interview her. What do you think? Uh, we we could put in a good word for you. Maybe help you out. Like, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be in our best behavior. I promise. Uh, no I'm, I'm looking into it. I'm looking into it. I'm I'm trying to figure out the best way to text her. I'm trying to figure out how I should ask her. The best know, way to text her would be I'm on, your, on your phone. It. Your phone would be the best way to text her. Yeah, I'm looking into it. I, you know, I, I got the ebbs and flows going on here. A lot, <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. Busy days, working for podcasts, you know, trying to find the time, you know, looking into it. All right. Well, maybe ask her. Steve would like to talk to her. I know, wouldn't you, Steve? Yeah, I've got a number of questions I need to ask her. Hey, Tim, does she at least know that you're the producer of the Hank Haney podcast? I bet she does know that. I bet she does because, you know, the way it works in 2020. So oh, geez, everyone has go. a social. What's <laughs> here that? We go. Here we go. Like he's, he's going to tell us something, Steve, right now. This is what okay, he's, I'm he's, listening. I'm listening. Right, I'm here listening. we go. He's getting ready to tell us something. I am going to tell you something. So the way it works in 2020. So everyone has a social media account. And what happens is that. In order to figure out who the people actually are, everyone searches on their social media to figure out who they're talking to. So I would bet like a 97% chance that she knows who I am, what I do, what shows I produce, because my social media accounts are all public. My Twitter account is public. She can just type in Tim Okay, well, wait, 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 wait a second. Okay, let me ask you something. You've had all these Skype dates with this girl, and she's never asked you what you do? No, she's asked me what I've done. Okay, and what'd you tell her? I told her I produce podcasts for iHeartRadio. And that's it? I mean, you didn't tell her what you talk about? Did you tell her you talk about golf, or what, what do you... Yeah I've, I've, yeah, I've told her the people I've worked with. Yeah. Did you tell her about Shadowbrook? I did not. Did you tell about Uncle Tom's course? <laughs> That's Shatterbrook, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't yet. Did you tell her how you uh, you uh, have only played there in one other course? <laughs> no. Did you tell her you slice? <laughs> what are you talking about? I've been hooking it lately. Okay. Did you tell her uh, you, you fluff your, your lies sometimes? Did you tell her that all the time? <laughs> Man, this is the roast Minnesota Tim Parashka hour. Bring no, it on. You, I'm just asking it. if you told her that. In, in, all, in, no. all, in all honesty, I mean, you know, coming clean. Did you tell her that? I haven't told her that yet. Did you tell her you airified the greens at uh, Shadowbrook? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I think you are right now, Hank. There's a good chance, based on Tim's analysis and his explanation, she's probably listening right now. There's a chance she probably wants to call in. So I, I, I didn't I I invite her. her to call in. I really, I'm looking forward to talking to her. I promise I will be very nice, and I will, I'll put in a good word for you, Tim. I really will, because, I mean, St- Steve and I are both looking forward to coming to the barn wedding. Hey, babe, if you're listening, you know, I wouldn't trust these guys. Say what? 
<laughs> what, say what? <laughs> what did he call her? Babe. 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 <laughs> hey, like, hey, babe. Or we babe. Remember that one girl worked for us, Steve? <laughs> huh? What did I nickname yeah. her, remember? Yeah, we babe. We because babe. Because every time she talked, she talked about her, her boyfriend. It's we babe. We and we babe. babe. Yeah, she said we babe all it. We, we, and she called him. She said we in front of everything, and she called him babe, and I nicknamed her we babe. <laughs> Boy, that's going way back. That is going that's way back. You remember we babe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a we babe. Yeah, that was it. That was a good nickname, wasn't it? Maybe, maybe at some point in the future, Tim, when you're sitting there at home and you're locked up because you guys, your governor won't let you out till May 2nd. You know what? You know what today is, Tim? No. Today is should have been the finals to the uh, par three contest at the Masters. This oh, is man. Masters week, man. This is Masters week. Oh boy! Yeah. I'm wearing green. I'm wearing green. I've got some great Masters stories too, Hank. You got to tell. I mean, maybe maybe not today, but you've got to tell some of your. You've got the funniest Masters stories. And uh, you're the only one that find. I think you're the only one that finds them funny, though. No, no, that it's it, it, totally funny. That my my favorite was. I don't know what day you guys got there, but you hadn't had a chance to get your credentials yet. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. you were coaching Tiger. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't have a pass. No, you didn't have a pass. I mean, and you're you are the 100 percent rules follower. You don't go well because I I don't like getting. I don't like when they. When you know they people look at you like you're doing something wrong because I don't like do stuff wrong, you know, like certainly not right. on purpose, you know, right? And, and I'm not trying to get away with anything. I mean, I, I very well could, you know, be in the wrong spot or make a mistake or you know, walk the wrong way, but I didn't like do it on purpose trying to like you know get away with something. I just, you know, just so when they look at you like. You know, these guys that are like, you know, they're like mall cops, you know, and they look at you. Yeah, like, it's the Pinkerton. The Pinkerton. Yeah, 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 it's the Pinkertons there. And, and, and I guess, well, anyway, so I, I, yeah, I remember, I know what you're talking. I know where you're going with this. Okay. I can remember this one. Yeah. Yeah. So I got there and uh, I didn't have my pass because, uh, you know, you got, like if you're, a, if you're a PJ pro, you have to go to the stand in line at the pro like line. And you show them your card and they interrogate you and, you know, you show them your ID and they, you know, check your ID, make sure it's not a fake ID, show them your PGA card, make sure the name matches. And, you know, you got all this and then you get, you know, you get a one day pass and then you got to go there every morning and do the same thing again, which is all right. I'm happy to be there, you know, so, okay, we'll do it. And, but it wasn't open yet or. I don't know. You know, Tiger's not in any mood to wait for me to go get my pass. Well, he drives in right down Magnolia Drive, so there's no place where you can go yeah, get Mag your... That would be Magnolia I mean, you're, Lane, you're Steve. Magnolia yeah. Lane. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've been Sorry, there, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I remember the Magnolias. I thought it was the drive. No, it's not a Magnolia Drive. That's Magnolia okay. Lane. Okay. It's the lane. Uh, yeah, so he drives down there, and then we go in and... And he picks up his credentials. He signs in and he just tosses me a credential. So then I had a credential, which is not what you want to do there. No. I didn't. I didn't. He, he did it. I, you know, it wasn't me doing it. Right. Yeah. You want to tell the rest of the story? 
Oh, so he told you, and he was going to go into the locker room for a second. And it, Hank said, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll wait for you here, but I don't have a, you know, I don't have any credentials. I'm feeling a little bit, uh, a little bit squeamish. He throws you the credential. He goes in the license. I'm just going to be a second, Hank. I'm just going to be a second. Goes in the locker room. No more that he walks away. Uh, one of the mall cops walks up to Hank, Tim, and he says, uh, sir, do you have credentials? And Hank kind of reluctantly gives him over the, the pass, the tiger. You know, they've got passes that family passes and all that player passes. And the guy looks at the, the credential and he looks up at Hank. He looks back <laughs> down at that credential. He says, sir, are you Tiger Woods Jr.? Are you Earl Woods Jr.? <laughs> no, I'm not Earl Woods Jr. No, no. and you're going <laughs> to... Oh, you're going to get you're probably going to get in the time. I know I was going to go get put in a timeout like I did one time other time over there. I got to get put in a timeout. And, uh, you know, usually what that leads to is like that. The, the head guy's on his way now. And now you're really in trouble because you get all the he immediately radios the head guy. And then the head guy comes to interrogate you. Jeez. <laughs> I hadn't been there five minutes, Steve. Yeah, that was funny. That's, that's got to be one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. I was imp I can... impersonating Earl Woods Jr., yeah. There you go. Not a very that's good it. job of it either, yeah. But that was my 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 story. What's your, what's your, you got a story about Augusta, too. What's yours? Uh... Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, was a, it was a dream come true for me, Hank. You know, uh, you had coached throughout his younger years in, in college, uh, one of the Keeney boys, and uh, the oldest son, Trip Keeney, Right, he had a younger brother that won the U.S. Amateur, and his, his sister had won the U.S. Junior Girls and the U.S. Amateur, and and Tripp hadn't won a USJ event. He was the guy, remember, he was the guy that had Tiger Woods six down with, uh, with yeah. like 11 holes left yeah. or something like that. Yeah, so, at, 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 and, at TPC Sawgrass, yeah. Right, right, and ended up uh, Tiger Woods, it's one of his miraculous comebacks. So um, Tripp won the U.S. Mid-Am, which got him an invitation to the to the Masters. And his younger brother, Henry, was going to caddy for him. But uh, he had a bad back. He couldn't do it. And uh, I made the offer. And you know what? I got the call, Hank. I got the call. You're on the bag. You're in. And uh, it was one. I mean, I, I was so excited. And uh, played a practice round with Phil Mickelson and one of my favorites, Hunter Mayhan. We played a practice oh round. With him. Oh yeah, he is your buddy. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, so we get uh, we get paired. I find out the pairings on Thursday. And who do we who we paired with? We're paired with Marco Mira. Oh my! I God. mean, I mean, he was uh, he was my idol. I mean, I loved his swing. There's everything that his personality, everything about him. We also played with Ian Polder. But my my memorable moment, Hank, was when. On Thursday, we're going to play a practice round, and uh, well, the tournament starts on Thursday. How are you? Well, playing? excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. It was uh, it was on Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday. Oh, you got your days it started with a, yeah. It started with a T. It started with a T. Okay. So anyway, on Tuesday, we're going to go up and uh, play a practice round, and uh, Trip says I'll meet you on the putting green over there by number ten. And so Trip's up there practice. I go to get my uniform. You know that you you know the uniforms, Hank. You oh know yeah. Those, uh, White jumpsuit, jumpsuit right? Oh yeah, yeah. So I go down there and I get my. Where do you got to go for that? The caddy house or something? They got the caddy house. I mean, I tell you what, Hank, they are very nice. They've got a nice setup for the caddies. Nice locker, 
it's not a locker room, but it's a nice locker area. And the, the, uh, the staff couldn't be nicer. They're really there to accommodate and all that. Make sure I had everything. Steve's an Augusta, Tim, Steve's an Augusta gusher. He loves it. Oh, I he, love it. He loves it's it. It's the best. It's, it's a national treasure, Hank. Oh, yeah, I know. It is. And so I, I'm walking over there by the, down the hill, by the scoreboard, up, up the hill by number nine, and I'm walking over to number 10, and I look up and I see you and Tiger and Trip Keeney standing there. And all of a sudden, I felt like, oh, my gosh. I'm standing in my jammies. I've got this, I've got this jumpsuit on and I feel so, (laughs) and I come walking up and you look up and see me and then Tiger looks up and sees me and you guys have the biggest smile (laughs) on your face because I felt so stupid in that, in that jumpsuit. So, Oh God, bud, you look good. You look good. (laughs) And I knew you were kidding me. I I felt stupid. Really? Oh yeah, I did. I felt, I felt, I felt like I was in my jammies. Oh, we didn't mean to make you feel stupid. No, but I felt, I felt a little sensitive anyway. Like, I mean, I'm walking around there. It's like that time that I went to the Dallas Stars playoff game and I wore the jersey and I felt so out of place. Oh, it was nice when you wore the jersey. That oh was man, good. Was, yeah, yeah. And I know you weren't, you weren't trying to make me feel bad, but I just, I, I, I just felt. Like actually, I felt we were so trying to make you feel bad. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great it was a great uh you didn't care great experience no i know it was a great experience saw ian polar make a hole in one on thursday on hole number 16 the fans were absolutely nuts um it was great didn't make the cut uh trip one of his goals was he wanted to get some crystal and you know one of the ways you can make get crystal is to make an eagle and he made an eagle on hole number 13 oh there you go all was great it was all great all right I like it. Masters like it. week. There you go. That's your Masters week story. I like it. All right. Well, good good job. Thanks for uh, joining us today on the uh, on the podcast. Uh, always always good to have the great predictor on. Always good. It's always nice to be a very special guest. Yeah, you are. You were a special guest today. Okay. It's good. <laughs> All right, Minnesota Tim. Uh, good job. I uh, like the new game. Uh, maybe work on the rules a little bit, and we'll uh, re- revisit that again. Yeah. Scoring system maybe needs to improve a little bit. Yeah, well, I took some tips from Mike Davis, USGA. He sent me some tips, so I, I won't listen to him next time. Okay, yeah, because first thing you know, I won, then Steve won, then Steve won again, then I won again, and we had a little trouble figuring out who won. But it, most games you can know pretty easily who won, but that's okay. It was good, good, good job. All right, remember to call in number 833-426-5763, extension 801. Follow me on Twitter, at Hank Haney. Follow the Great Predictor on Twitter. Why don't you change your Twitter name to the Great Predictor? By the way, what is I you? should, I should. Well, you got Stevie Ray J. Stevie Ray J. Okay. Remember, Ray. send your golf golf swings in. Send the golf swings yeah. to golfschools at hankinney.com. Free service. Yep. There you go. Send it in. I know Steve or one of, the, one of my guys will uh, analyze it for you. Give you some uh, helpful tips to get the year started off. You can email your questions to hankinneygolfandoutlook.com. Make sure you check out the Minnesota Tim podcast as well, especially if you're a big fan of the Minnesota sports. Now, what have you been talking about lately on there, Tim? Actually, I just got done talking about the great fall sports schedule that's um, that's going to be happening, and then the coronavirus, some positivity about it. And then I did this, I did dive into some Minnesota sports as well, but a couple of major topics there. You've been out on the street corner lately, holding your sign up? 
No, but there was a bunch of chalk on my on the pavement I was running on today, full of happy thoughts. <laughs> you, you hear about when he went on the street corner, Steve? Yeah, I heard about that. All right, guys. Well, appreciate it. Uh, make sure everybody uh, hits the follow button on the uh, iHeartRadio app or your Apple Podcast app, wherever you get your podcast from, and uh, you'll have the Hankini podcast there waiting for you every every single day. Thanks for listening. Hope everybody stays safe, stays healthy. We'll be back again tomorrow on the Hank Any Podcast. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Any Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years. Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 